We have got, should I officially do it? Oh, you should, yes. A 6'4 guard from Belleville, Illinois, number 13, Malachi Smith. Woo! <laughs> Malachi, I appreciate your time this afternoon, man. I um excited for you, excited for what you guys were able to accomplish and what an unreal season it was. And and as the as the PA announcer for the mocks, I usually get to meet you guys, and I have not uh I have not had the pleasure of actually getting to meet you and shake your hand. But man, fantastic year. You played great and uh, we just appreciate your time today. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? We're good, man. We're real good. What'd you think about that uh final four, first of all? Um, it was crazy. It was hard to watch, you know, with the way our season ended, but um it was some good it was some good games on both sides, so you know, I was it was good. I love watching good basketball. Well, did you have a favorite in the championship game that you were kind of pulling for? No, I was just watching, just watching good basketball. <laughs> just watching go. hoops. Yeah. Uh, for the listeners out there, at the, right before the Southern Conference tournament, uh, there was a couple players that were in contract contact tracing or you know catching COVID, and I think you were a contact tracer, Malachi, so you didn't get a chance to play, and that's what you mean by saying. Hard to watch, by the way, your season ended. I know you've got to feel like there's unfinished business out there that you'll never be able to finish. Yeah, it is. Um, but, I, I, you know, I had all the faith in my team. And just with the with the way COVID was, um, you know, I, it's, very, it's a very serious thing. So I understand. But it was just hard, you know, knowing that like, I did everything in my control to make sure I was safe. And, um, you know, I was luckily still blessed to be, you know, negative. But just it was hard to just have to sit out, you know, and not be there with my team. Just frustrating. Yeah, that would be knowing that you can go out there and play, but yet you can't. And that's yeah. that would be the toughest part. You know, yeah, like I, you know, it's it's precautions, but like you know, I tested negative five times, and I was like, wow, man, like I didn't have it, but it's okay. Frustrating. So tell our listeners what you have decided to do with the upcoming NBA draft. Um, I decided to enter my name and just get feedback and see what the things I need to work on and just um, things that can better me as a player so I can be a better player, you know, on and off the court and a better player for my team. Um, you know, just going through this process open-minded, knowing that I have a lot to work on, but also knowing that, like, you know, I also have a game that can translate to the NBA. Do you do you? I don't know how many guys you know that's maybe went through the process, but I mean, what are you expecting? I know they're going to obviously dissect your your weaknesses, and I'm sure tell you what your strengths are as well. But uh, do you, do you know anyone that's went through that process? Yeah, I have a lot. You know, being from the Belleville area, which is you know near St. Louis, I've I have plenty of friends. You know, double digit friends that have um, been through the process and just talking to them. And you know, telling me like what to expect, and like you know, every obviously every player is different. Sure. But you know, just telling me how it goes. So I, you know, they they were you know they were all supportive. Uh, I don't understand why players don't take more of an advantage. I mean, it doesn't cost you anything to, to enter your name, right? I mean, and get evaluated. No, it doesn't. You know, um, I mean, it just depends. You know, if it's a realistic opportunity, you know, you don't want to do it, and then right. it's not really realistic. So, um, but. I mean, for me, I felt like it was a good, like it was a good, you know, it was a good. It was something that was, you know, a good opportunity for me. Yeah. So, so for us, it's not realistic, is what he's trying to say. Oh, that's so exactly what he's saying. <laughs> well, you got this quickness that Malachi does. That's, that's for sure. And youth. How about that part of it? 
Uh, you average 16, almost 17 points per game, eight, almost nine rebounds per game. Uh, led the team in both those categories. Uh, so how does that evaluate? Is that something Lamont Paris says, hey, man, you got this opportunity, or is it um, – um, how'd you it's, find it's out? Like mutual, it's mutual. Like, you know, we have our end-of-season meetings, and I talk to him. I just asked his thoughts on it, and he was in full support. My whole entire staff was in full support. And they know how passionate I am about basketball and how much and how I want to get better. And um, if anything that can get me better as a you know person, as a player, you know, they're all on board for. So I think that this is that this what process is going to do for me is allow me to get better. And then, you know, if, if you decide to come back, you're not going to hire an agent or anything, I would imagine. So you are still going to be eligible for Chattanooga if you, if you feel like you want to come back? Yes, sir. That works pretty well. It does, yeah. And to go and get an evaluation like that to – um, to figure out, hey, where are my holes at? You know, what do I need to do to get better and be to possibly be a a guy in the league mm-hmm. in the association? You know, that's that's worth I a lot of money. As, yeah, I look at it as like a paper. When you do a paper and you get revisions on it, you know, you, you're able to correct the the things that are wrong with the paper. And then when you submit the final paper, it's a it's a better product. So, um, not taking anything that they say as a negative, taking it as a positive. Like, okay, get better in these areas. So then. You know, I can be a better player, you know, individually and for my team. Yeah, that's perfect. I so, mean, you can go ahead. Well, I, so more on this process, is that going to be uh, all all the teams will have their evaluation, or how does that work? Um, so I'm still kind of, you know, it was different because of COVID last year, so a lot of stuff was on Zoom. Um, you know, you can, you know, teams can reach out. You can work out for teams. Um, they can, you know, watch workouts if they want, I think. Um, I'm still kind of new to the process, so I'm just like listening to the guidance of like my trainers and stuff like that. So they're still like unsure with how COVID is and how all that stuff's gonna work. Okay. Um, right. I think so. I'm not really sure. So uh, y- you all season, um, man, just kind of give us a review of that. I mean, obviously it was very very difficult with all the testing, all the protocols. No fans in the stands at first, and then there was minimal fans there t- towards. Um, I guess uh, mid-January on through the rest of the year. Uh, but you all had some sort of chemistry, Malachi. I mean, I could tell by watching the games. First of all, I think you all like being around each other. And secondly, it was like nobody quit until the final horn. I mean, there were so many games that you guys won at the buzzer, and that just takes a certain mentality, I believe. I mean, our team, like, we were so together because we always – we didn't we never knew who was going to play the next day, like – it might be seven players this day, eight players this day, nine players this day. Like, like you know, I think that's what made us special because, like, a lot of teams wouldn't have had the success we had with the circumstances we had. And, like, I think the biggest thing was, like, we didn't feel – like, we knew nobody was going to feel sorry for us. So we didn't feel sorry for ourselves. Like, so we kind of mm. took whatever whatever adversity we got and we just, you know, fought through. Like, and I think that's what made us special was, like, we, we're going out here with seven players. We're fighting through fatigue. We're fighting through – all these, all these, you know, roadblocks, and we're still winning games against good teams. And that's what you did. Yeah, it was it was a fun season to watch, but I could see where it's it was hectic all season as well. Oh man, I mean, sometimes for practice we have four players for practice. Like, I mean, you can't practice four players. <laughs> what are you doing? Just playing drills? Uh, yeah, drills. I or? mean, we're doing we're doing drills. The coaches got to hop in and play. Like, I mean, but we had, we had to make it work. Surely you took Lamont off the dribble anytime he guarded you. 
I mean, the coaches, but the coaches are smart though. So it wasn't wasn't as easy as you you think. Coach was throwing those bows, I guarantee it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What makes him so appealing? I mean, he just seems like a down to earth guy. We have him on, you know, once a week during the season and everything, and he can be funny, man. I mean, that guy's pretty, pretty hilarious. Yeah, Coach Paris, like he's a he's a like, he's a good guy. Obviously, you know, like he, you know, you can talk to him about anything. He tries to relate, you know, to the team as much as he can. With you know, he uses a lot of examples of his past experiences to try to relate to us. And um, you know, he's just someone that like you feel like you can just you know talk to and trust. So that's what makes it. You know, a lot of a lot of kids can't say that about a coach. And I think with the transfer portal and all that, and of course you started your career at Wright State. I mean, I think he's done a good job of managing that and being able to. Bring in guys that fit in with the the personalities that the guys you know of the guys that were already here. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's just um, you know we've had a few transfers this year, but like the way they were able to fit in right away and you know allow them to be a part of the offense and play their game. You know, I think that's what makes it you know good. Like they're able to do the things that they do best. You know, we don't they don't feel limited. You know, and I think that's a good thing. Is there a guy in the, the league right now you feel that your game mirrors? Uh, it's it's kind of similar. Um, Drew Holiday. I watch a lot of Drew Holiday. I think we're the same height, same weight. He's like an under the radar type of player, but he can do multiple things. And you know he's underrated. And I got to myself as someone that's underrated. So I watch him a lot. And then you know I watch, you know, a lot of other point guards like John Moran or you know Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, but just. Drew Holiday's who I mirror the most. And apparently your grandfather was drafted in the NBA, right, in 79? Yeah, he played for Loyola, and he was drafted in the first round to the Jazz in 1979. Is that Loyola of Chicago? Yes, sir. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. So he knew Sister Jean, too, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what's uh, it says here, Courtney and Connie are your mom and dad, so what do they feel about this? I'm sure they're backing you 100%, but they've got to be awfully proud. My mom, she's like been supporting me like the entire way, and you know, just you know how you know with the way like you know we grew up together, you know she's just you know like you said she's supporting me and she's proud of me, but she's also like wanted me to like you know continue to like stay humble and get better, and my dad's the same way like he we the mentality of our family is like never be satisfied. There's always more that we can do, so um, they're just me, they're just keeping me grounded throughout this process. And usually that means that's based that mentality is based on work ethic, right? We've had we have to fight for everything. Like I've had to fight for everything that I've gotten. Nothing was my mom didn't have any connections. We didn't know a coach. We didn't know a family friend that knew somebody. Like everything I got was by myself. Like I wasn't going to say anything. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, that's that's cool. Very cool. And you know when your family has a motto. That's going to take you far in life. Because, it is. Um, it does. I, I didn't have a motto. My family is just like, oh, whatever. Right. That's, that's cool, man. Very cool, Malachi. Thank you. I appreciate it. So what else, what other, what other interests do you have other than basketball? Obviously, you're very passionate in, in, with basketball, but uh, what else? I'm very, like, dedicated to, like, I don't know, I want to give back to my community. Um, I like I like giving advice to people. Like, in high school, I would do a lot of, like, um, service hours for like little kids like i would go to like my old middle school and you know talk to kids or like mentor them like i just like giving back and um you know giving people hope that like there's there's other aspects of life that you can be successful in from where you know where i'm from and um you know i like that type of stuff almost like being being a mentor to those kids 
And that's cool because, okay, so when you said that, that made, popped right in my mind, and you hadn't been able, you could have wanted to do this once a week the whole entire year, but you hadn't been able to do that because of COVID and all that stuff. So you guys, I know behind the scenes, you guys go to hospitals and go to elementary schools and all that in normal times, but that changed all this past year, so you hadn't really been able to give back to your community as much as you'd like, I would imagine. Yeah, no, it's it's hard. Um, usually when I go home, I have like a little, I have a little at my one at one of my middle schools growing up that I go see all the time. But I, you know, obviously we weren't able to go home, so I haven't seen him in like nine months, and we still keep in contact. But it's just like I haven't seen him in so long, so that that was hard not you know seeing him. Sure. And uh, one, final thing for me, and we'll let you go. But I understand your one of your other passions too is cooking a little bit. You like to cook it up, yeah. In the kitchen? Yeah, I like cooking. Um, and I, I don't do the simple like box mac and cheese. Like I do like <laughs> actual like I do like I do like actual food. You know, like I love cooking. Like I can cook anything. I think it's I think it's fun, and I, I, and it's also important. You know, like for my body too. You know, with all the workouts we're doing and stuff, cooking is a healthy way to like you know recover fast. You don't always have to eat like McDonald's or something. Like you know, I, I eat that too sometimes, but I know cooking. You know, cooking is something I also enjoy doing. All right, so uh, I'm glad you brought that up because I love eating. So what's uh, let, let's say we we can we, we uh, hire Malachi to come to our house and you know uh, cater a meal. What's going to be your go-to meal to cook? The specialty. Yeah. Okay. Well, my, my favorite meal to make is Cajun pasta, but like that's hard to cater because like you want multiple things. So I'd probably I'd probably make like I'd probably make like a lot of um, like steak chicken they make some burgers oh no like i'm i mean it just depends what y'all want like, i can literally make anything so <laughs> we're in I, I, I like that cajun <laughs> pasta that sounds great <laughs> yeah it's really good malachi man good luck to you this summer selfishly as a mox fan i hope you get a great evaluation but decide to come back but that's another story but best wishes to you in the future and we really appreciate your time this afternoon all right, thank you. Have a good one. Stay right. safe. You too, man. Thanks, Malachi. Malachi Smith, uh, Chattanooga Mox guard, who is going to enter his name into the NBA draft and uh, get that evaluation and try and learn from that a little bit. Uh, what a great young forward. man. Oh, dude, he's sharp as a tack.